0: Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, This is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening.
1: You know just (laughs)
0: the toxicity (laughs) on my insta on my insta (laughs) no what do you own the world (laughs) how do you own my insta my insta you.
1: <laughs> Instagram, Instagram is a pastime activity. <laughs>
0: I'm coming to your city. Your city. You. Why don't you follow my Twitter? I see you in my feed. Man, it's just awesome. I posted in my
1: stories. You, stories. Honestly,
0: you cannot write that kind of music without a genocide in your collective
1: history. Absolutely. That's why I've always <laughs> wanted to have a genocide. Well, they,
0: <laughs> all their lyrics are like coded message about the Armenian genocide. I know. I <laughs> and, know. It's like, and it's yeah, like, yeah,
1: damn. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, too, because now when you like. Uh, when I see the Armenian parade or like Genocide Remembrance Day, the the language I see posted is like remember the fallen. But more than that, it's like just acknowledge it as a fucking genocide. That's their yeah. whole thing. Well, They're the like, United it, States wouldn't. Yes. For the longest
0: time. <laughs> for weird politics that I don't even understand or like, you know.
1: Well, we're bef- trying to like before sell before nuclear my weapons to Turkey or something crazy <laughs> like that. Like something... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're trying to sell orphans for nuclear weapons? Just like we are definitely a horrible country. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not a genocide. And the reason we don't believe that is that we're trying to kill other people now. Wake up! <laughs> Grab a person, put a <laughs> yeah. Why don't you wake up? <laughs> well, that's a song about coffee. <laughs> uh,
0: don't uh, talk to me man. until I've had
1: my system of a down. <laughs> I think, oh, uh, you
0: know, Insta Instagram, it's, it has no toxicity. It's not, like, no one's, like, posting a photo of their puppy, their dog, and be like, his, his name's Bandit. And mm-hmm. then, like, people are like, um, Hitler was right. Like, <laughs> they, you know, like, just weird
1: arguments. Like, you see on YouTube or anything where it's like, how did this become about? I know what you're saying. I think that the toxicity does definitely exist on Instagram. Uh, but it is, you can avoid it. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm saying it t-
0: kind of doesn't, but you're saying it does, but you can avoid it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I knew that's what you're saying, but I've seen it. I've seen like, hmm. because there are, there's a political side of Instagram. Sure. Um, it gets like it, my Instagram Discover has some of that shit. And, uh, <laughs> and like literally the more famous a person gets, the weirder it gets. Like, Eric Andre, if you look at the comments on his shit, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's just people. People just saying white power and shit. It's just like insane. And, uh, but, but, oh and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like smash uh, a, a theory you have. I just think like, I, I do feel similarly, even though I know that's true, because when I look at Twitter, I immediately feel bad. I immediately feel like I'm pulled into this toxic whirlwind oh, yeah. of bullshit and I, I avoid it on Instagram somehow.
0: Well, yeah, I think, like, Twitter is just, like, on the service level, it's become yeah. completely toxic. And We were just kind of talking about how it's, like, even with your friends, when they post something, it's now, like, out of your feed immediately. Like, I won't see that post that my friend put necessarily. Right. But whatever, like, top political tweet that's getting, like, retweeted a lot makes it always to it's the top. It's shoved
1: in, Like, totally. they're
0: prioritizing,
1: like, hot button issues and, like, sensationalism. Yeah. The other weird thing it does is I'll look in my feed and it'll say, like, so-and-so who you follow follows this person. And then it's a tweet from them with, like, three likes. And it's like, apple pie greater than peach pie. And I'm like, why was I exposed to this? I don't understand why it decided I needed to meet this person in this way. Uh, But Twitter just seems, like, hell-bent on expanding your circle, whereas Instagram is like, you chose this feed, and that's what it is for you. Uh, I like
0: seeing pictures of pie, <laughs> yeah, of
1: video games. I'll say this though: we are uh, men, you know, uh, male-bodied people uh-huh. identify men, identify uh-huh. straight, uh-huh. And, and I will say that, like, um, people who uh, are... like women and other uh, gendered people in my life seem to have a bigger problem with Instagram. Like, the men I know are, like, more okay with it, but then, you know, I mean, it's, like, a lot of body competition, uh, perceived competition because of the of the women in their life they follow or the, like, the women their Instagram discoverer sends to them or just, like, shit you see that's all about body image. I think it's difficult for women. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely is, like, a little bit of a focus more on, like, it, that's the, the thing it's like aspects. i think of it as so positive but it is a ton of people being like just killing it like right. living my best life and then like kind of like doing like weird passive stuff where they're like you know they're look they look incredible in the photo and they're like i'm just ugly right <laughs> like something where you're like shut the fuck up like right how
1: dare you well and it's like a you know a thing that we talk about a lot uh, maybe not on the show but in general how like Uh, being pretty is something that America tells women to do in a million fucking ways and so it's more in their brains than anyone else. It's kind
0: of funny actually. I was like literally just watching The West Wing earlier yeah, and like there's like three women in a scene and I was like, man, they all have like really long hair that's like very well taken care of. They're all wearing makeup. They all have like jewelry on or whatever, like earrings. Just I was like, just started thinking. I was like, man, the fucking daily maintenance of like just looking not... Like, if you're a woman you don't have all that shit, people are like, mm-hmm. Susan's mentally unwell. <laughs> right. Susan has, has had a mental collapse. But then, like, the other character, like, the dude, you know, press secretary is like, oh, I'm late for work. Oh, shit. Like, right. throws on a tie. He, like, gets there and he's, like, shaving just in the elevator and is like, oh, damn, it's like... Right, and his like
1: like, assistant, who is perfectly put together, is like, "You smell like the inside of a butthole," and he's like, "Uh, "I drank all the vodka in Washington Uh, D.C. This job's killing me." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but if a woman
0: was like adjusting her bra, they would be like, "Kill her, yeah, kill her." (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And I know that's not Instagram, but that was like, you know, I was watching a, a fantasy version of like some sort of working world. The yeah. Pressures of just like everyday life that made me go, Man, that's fucking insane that that other dude is like totally bo- reeks of booze, and those other women are like,
1: Are you even good at your job? You know, like <laughs> they have all this scrutiny on them. It's funny, like I, the reason I started thinking about this is that I sort of run around preaching the praises of Instagram because Twitter makes me feel bad, and Instagram I, I enjoy engaging in, I legitimately do. And then a friend of mine who is the front woman of a band, she was like, I'm the opposite. I love Twitter, and I fucking hate Instagram. And I was like, why? And she was like, it's really, really, I look at a lot of people trying to be hot, people who are very pretty it's and the language around it and the way they're acting and the way everyone's talking it compares it to me and it makes me feel gross it makes me feel gross that i'm participating in it and it's like i was like <laughs> True, fuck, right t- totally, totally that sucks totally. but i just don't have that in my brain well, she's like you know where
0: i really get peace of mind is when i'm calling people nazis on twitter <laughs> right. that's when i feel <laughs> calm is when i'm banning people and trying to get people doxed and fired from their jobs I mean, it's funny because to me, I'm like, I can't imagine a more toxic environment than what happens on Twitter. Totally. I'm not saying like, yeah, like just on every level, it seems like people are constantly upset. Facebook is now more like people just like in the wind almost being like, hey, who's here?
1: Like, are you guys still here? I'm lonely. Like, what's, I'm lonely. Like, well, also this Twitter, (laughs) this opinion of Twitter, I found two of my musician friends, Feel that way, mm. um, uh, kirk and Kermit, so James hatfield uh, yeah, kirk Kermit <laughs> and James Hetfield. <laughs> Lars hates it, hates Twitter. No, but they and it was separate times I talked to them, but they both said like I was talking shit about Twitter, and they were like really interesting. I just follow like people I agree with, and then bands I like, and then I realized in talking to them like we do have a unique perspective on Twitter where we like feel like we have to follow all our peers and for some reason our peers are nightmares on Twitter now not all of them <laughs> yeah. but a lot of them there's that but i do feel like it twitter has a little bit more of like the news like <laughs> right. every yeah, day yeah, yeah.
0: if you sign on to twitter it's like even if you don't follow a ton of politics shit like you're going to get like this happened today, and this tragedy, and this awful thing. And like literally, you could be on Instagram for like weeks and not know a shooting totally. happened, not know anything happened other than that pugs like tummy tickles. <laughs> <laughs> People would be like, did you hear about the mass shooting down the street? Like, did you hear about the tummy tickles?
1: It seems like you're looking at the wrong app.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really not into politics Uh,
1: yeah. uh I'm into pug <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh those bugs are too adorable <laughs> what's with the adorability of bugs
1: <laughs> all right today yeah. we're, all right. we're having a serious debate pug eyes versus pug butts <laughs> the butts whoa Helicopter, helicopter right flying low, <laughs> landing on your neighbor's <laughs> oh, house. Man.
0: Is that because, uh, folks? You're gonna want to look up uh, pug dogs. on you guys on YouTube? Dawn? You're gonna want to check out a uh, smashed noses pug dog failure compilation.
1: Actually, you are gonna want to. You're gonna want. Not a joke. <laughs> you're gonna want to actually look that up. On Thanksgiving, joke was all, and I were um were a very funny comedian in L.A. Sure, we're, in theory, we. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were watching fail videos, and I was like, "We were like going down that rabbit hole and trying to find the best fail videos." And I was like, "Wait a minute, okay, how about this? Search for explosion fails." And Joe goes, "Yep, that's it, that's the one." And, uh, and then we, I can, I can explosion o- fails. I can all, o- I can only recommend to go to YouTube and search for explosion fails. Have a great night. It's You're just- about to have a great fucking night. It's just
0: like Hiroshima footage over like a right. baby elephant walk. Well, something. here's the
1: problem: is that there are a bunch of videos that are just, just like fail blog, weird explosion. Blah. But mm-hmm. then also, when you search for it, it's like fireworks factory kills 400. And just don't watch th- those videos because those are very sad. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's the thing
0: I really feel like with, uh, you know, everyone, not everyone, but let's, let's just say like uh, the the whole kind of trying to get people fired for things they say or, or, or the Twitter kind of culture that I'm talking about that yeah, feels yeah. kind of like fighting and toxic, especially like, say, Nazis, which is a valid thing to call out. Mm-hmm. But I see it kind of like get weird with the arguments. And I'm always like... Man, the real Nazis are on YouTube, like yes. and, and like Xbox Live, <laughs> like totally. Like, you know, Ben Shapiro is a problem, but like, there are like you know like 12 year old white kids saying the n-word just nonstop, yeah totally. <laughs> like <laughs> in the comments in you know in chat rooms yeah and
1: it's just like 4chan and eight chan. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah they're
0: all getting mobilized into being alt-right and that, all that yeah. shit man it's like you're not real that's a real problem which right. no one seems to have any sort of like oversight on no one is right. like getting i mean i guess actually there is something recently with people getting their um you, are they getting their YouTube channels removed? Like, if you're like super, like,
1: uh, are you thinking of or trying to describe a vasectomy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the only nearest That's when comparison. you get your YouTube removed.
0: <laughs> you get, you... <laughs> I got my YouTube removed. <laughs> oh My God, <laughs> I can't stream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got rid of my YouTube ah, and I can't stream. Uh, this is the dumbest fucking podcast. And I wish I could throw it in space.
1: Oh, uh, uh, but it's, uh, so <laughs> it's so good though. It's So good. Oh man.
0: <clears throat> no, I just remember there's there's been kind of a little bit of a blowback of like trying to do the right thing and like cancel Nazis with platforms basically online. Right. Yeah. It seems like the lowest level thing, but like you know, like sure, none of these billionaires who run these social media companies want to say anything they they're all like well you know freedom of speech and we're gonna do the right thing but it's you know it's gonna be hard and like (laughs) no one just wants to be like nazis have no place (laughs) on our fucking platform right like you know like if you deny the holocaust you're essentially calling for a holocaust like these are bad fucking people like, right there's no like middle ground like well everyone's got views you know holocaust no this holocaust? is patently Maybe. hate yes, speech no? like it is yeah. inherently a threat to think this way yeah, exactly. absolutely
1: yeah totally. yeah exactly oh man by the way this is suicide buddy hello <laughs> i'm dave russ
0: i'm empty yeah this is a vaguely, uh, no, it's not political. It's, no. Guys, this is a comedy mental no. health podcast oh, dude, that has God. no political leanings whatsoever, uh, positive or negative. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> we think nothing. We think nothing. And that's the problem, uh, quite that's, honestly. That's the biggest problem of all.
0: <laughs> I started uh, on
1: lithium and now I'm no <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know what a. What, there was no comment other than "Wow, it all mm-hmm. kind of sucks," and I really right. see talk, like yeah, just like negative fucking public behavior happening, kind of left and right.
1: Yeah, I'm with you 100%, man. You know I am. <laughs> I just I'm like look that's why, why I fu- I'm. I fucked off out of Twitter, man. I and it was for a hundred percent for this reason. I was like, I, you know, I, I didn't get rid of the account, but I needed a way to like force myself to feel okay not looking at it. That's like the entire reason I set up that bot to tweet the same thing every day. And you know, it's a bit that I like and stuff, but it's, it's (laughs) mostly to create a separation from it because there is a weird thing. It's like, it's so hard to describe. It just is toxic and it, but it always starts. We, I think we're all having trouble getting the language for it because It starts with you reading something you agree with, and then another thing you agree with, and people you agree with, and then you end up down this rabbit hole, and you feel bad, and you maybe you still agree with what people are saying, maybe you don't, but you disagree with the tone and the rage and the meanness, and it's just like speaking in great extremes about very complex things... Mm As if we're going to solve problems with words (laughs) on Twitter. Got it perfectly. I guess
0: racism's
1: (laughs) all solved. Totally nailed it. Oh shit!
0: I got to retweet it, otherwise it won't be seen during
1: prime hours. Yeah, and like, and like putting thoughts into people's brains that are poisonous. Like, if you don't do this thing that I think is good, then you're bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, what's funny is like as we're talking about, I'm realizing it's not. A couple bad apples. It's us. Yeah. It's people. You give people the ability to talk to each other. This is the worst time in history for us all to be talking to each other. We all lack social skills. <laughs> right. We're all getting worse at it. Like people don't talk to their neighbors or know any you know what I mean? Like yeah. all people used to be like, Hi, what's going on? My name's Bill. I live over there. That's right. my wife. Like they would just constantly give a hundred percent of their beings right. all the time and i feel like people are shy now people are really like receding yeah and then we have like online versions of ourselves and it's toxic because yeah. we if given the opportunity are you know shameful greedy whatever like we all we're have tribal insecurities.
1: we're tribal as fuck well that too we'd like to also gang up and it's weird like i've been uh, this is just a, a crackpot theory but it seems like like you're talking about getting to know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that you did that is that you only had access to the people that were directly around you, right? And so you had to make concessions at, at, about about how you feel at least in such a way that you had to like go about your day-to-day. Now, yeah. if you're online, you can find people that exactly <laughs> validate your feelings. I just go to findmyneighbor.com. <laughs> and it shows me my neighbor. But I mean like there no matter how you feel, someone feels exactly that same way and mm-hmm. you have access to that person. And yeah. so now if we have people that agree with us completely, then it's this weird thing. We're like, well, I don't have to fucking concede at all. I don't have to agree with this person in the least. Absolutely. I know I'm right because I'm backed up by these 10 people. Sure. One of them lives in. Afghanistan, and one of them lives in the north North Pole, and mm-hmm. two of them live in Mexico. Uh, they're yeah, nowhere think near me. I a lot me. of
0: people even don't even like participate oddly in Twitter. Like most people, mm. like Passively if you watch. check out their feeds, like maybe they've commented on one person's other post. You know, like it's not them making a statement, right? But what they do is they start clicking and liking on things that they you know like, and basically the algorithm starts feeding them all of this echo chamber of news. Which is, here's the thing, I'm not saying the echo chamber has bad values, but I think the problem is when you start getting in some sort of like, uh, you know, only one opinion thing happening, why even have, you know, like, you already have that opinion, it doesn't really do you much service other than participating in that, other than giving you anxiety, you know what I mean? Like, I'm against... Uh, you know, mass shootings. I'm so for gun control. You know, I'm Sorry. so against mass shootings. I know Dave's kind of on, on the yeah, other side of it. I the haven't fence. been convinced Dave's, yet. <laughs> Dave's kind of like half in, one foot in. One
1: Sex traffic. <laughs> and I'm like, could be good.
0: <laughs> I'm against
1: all traffic. Swish, swish, swish. Fuck. So. God, it took me a second to get that. Traffic, sex, oh my traffic, God, uh,
0: all traffic's a fucking nightmare. It's so wrong.
1: I'm sorry, I even brought up sex trafficking. It's like the worst thing. I uh, we were no, talking I'm about Ellie, sex trafficking. You, we were joking around about sex trafficking, Casper last episode. I almost threw up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dave, the friendly, the friendly throw person. <laughs> yeah. What an interesting TV show, <laughs> Dave, the friendly person. Um. No, totally. We were You were talking about uh, the echo chamber. Like, you were about to say, I it, think...
0: Th- th- being in an echo chamber itself is toxic. Yes. It's like, it, agreed, those are your opinions. And those opinions are valid. But you kind of being constantly, like... Not even, like, mobilized. You're just being radicalized. Like, yeah. people are trying to make you upset. Right. But you're not necessarily... You know, quitting your job and then taking up this cause, it's
1: really just causing you a lot of. It's like loose anger. Yeah, it's just (laughs) like. Loose anger. Distress that goes nowhere. Well, this is a perfect time to say, follow us on Twitter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, man. Yeah, guys, uh, uh, follow us at Petco,
1: uh, 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 Yahoo. We are at Buddies Pod. We are. It's funny, like, as much as I said, I know it feels like it's harder. For women, or or maybe just some people who aren't me, I still love Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I like really <laughs> enjoy using. Oh, it. <laughs> guys, please
0: do us a, do us a favor. If you don't have Instagram, sign up follow just dave and i it's hysterical i tell you i have so much fun posting videos posting dumb shit the dumbest I'm shit just, yeah it's, it feels like when we all started on originally on social media totally. You're just trying to make your friends laugh
1: just making dumb shit totally also it's just a great way for people to see
0: like show promotions and yeah guys follow us on instagram and you know what's great also bands in town because i don't know it helps us get an idea of how many people are in like a region totally a lot of people are it's weird like i posted about that and then they're like well i live like you know a hundred miles outside of miami like it doesn't do me any good i'm like no but that lets me know like you would drive probably into miami (laughs) like right or to this yeah if you live in a tiny town totally like just let us know because it'll give us an idea of how many people in what part of the countries? I
1: also just got uh, my Bands in Town profile, and it's weird. It is, like, cool to know. Yeah, it is funny. I think Hampton and I, over the course of this year both, and it was Hampton first, I really, uh, like, uh, I'm taking your lead, have been, like... I mean, you if you've been listening to the show this whole time, we've been going through it career-wise, and we've been pretty open about that, about having money troubles and, like, wondering where we're at in the industry and stuff, and then the result of that, for both of us, has been... Well, just like every other time, we're just going to fucking do this on our own. So, (laughs) And it's working. It really is. We've been selling out shows on the road. You guys have been coming out. It's been so fucking rad. We pre-recorded this episode, so... We don't know what our shows in the South and in Chicago (laughs) were like, but I guarantee you that those shows were amazing and you all came out and we love you.
0: Dude, Um, I don't care if there's 20 people. You guys are getting the full ham.
1: Full (laughs) ham, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just saying like normally this would be the episode where it's like, hey, Chicago was last Friday. You were perfect. But we pre-recorded it, so I don't know yet. But I'm (laughs) I'm sure you were great.
0: Yeah, guys, honestly, you are the ones who are making all of this possible. You're the guys who are making this podcast grow, and you're the ones who show up on the road and making these shows incredible. Yeah. I think... I speak for both of us when it's like the people who show up from this podcast to be audiences and stand-up shows are the best are really into it yeah, <laughs> they are having fun
1: it's cool to meet you guys oh also at my chicago show um i sold tapes i had tapes of my album made and i was only going to sell them in person because i don't know it was literally a thing like i don't want to oversaturate our fans with things to buy but then i just realized like if you should be able to buy it if you want. So it's online now. <laughs> you can go to my website, dave to the or to a special thing records and uh, buy a tape if you hell want a tape yeah. of my tape album. Brothers. Yeah, I got a tape. tape. <laughs> yeah, it'll be there on the road. You know what we should do? Splice them together. We should, Make dude. a monster. Tape them together. Tape the tapes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't follow.
1: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> too difficult. You got any tape? Uh, tape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Also, yeah. I mean, and Hampton and I have a bunch of touring coming up in the new year, too. I already, my January, uh, January 10th, I'm in Santa Cruz. January 11th, I'm in Oakland. And then at the end of January, I am in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston. And then I go to Toronto at the very end of the month. Hatchy match. really hope to see all you guys. That's Links amazing. at DaveToTheRoss.com. That's like so many days. I'm excited. (laughs) That's great. I'm fucking, I'm so, I haven't been in Toronto in so long. I like, I'm excited for all those places. That's the problem. What's that? You're banned. I am banned banned from from Canada. I am banned For the brown face. (laughs) You Uh, Trudeau (laughs) did. But yeah, I haven't. I mean, obviously I've, I'm excited to go to all those places, but I haven't been in Toronto in like two years. I'm fucking pumped. Hell yeah. Guys, bring gravy. Is it a gravy place? Is gravy big there? In Canada, mm. oh poutine, right everywhere. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> looks gravy, it. dude. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. They
0: don't really have water. If you're gonna take a shower, you should <laughs> take one in the United States before you go there because it's all gravy.
1: That's true. It is all gravy up there, dude. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Shut up. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Hampton, oh, who? We're, we're
0: talking about wealthy
1: people. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh,
0: We are talking about an heiress to the Vanderbilt fortune who took her own life kind of after a life of being shit on by her fucked up family. Uh, Uh, And her name is Mary Wilmerding. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Folks, I have an idea what the next half of this pod's going to be about.
1: Mary Wilmerding Mary is not a funny name. Wilmer Valderrama, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Mary
0: Wilver Rama.
1: Wilmerding is not at all funny. <laughs> I know, and I'm not going to make no, fun of it. I know,
0: and that's, i think that's like the name she like changed
1: it to. <laughs> it used to be Smith
0: Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Something something going on with Vanderbilt. We'll Wilmer get into Ding. it. You guys, check out this advertisement. For sex or pants, whatever.
1: <laughs> sex pants. Mortgage does matter what they
0: say Happy Honda Days. <laughs> and a terrific Toyota Happy. Thorn to all of you. <laughs> Happy Honda Days. From all of us here at Suicide
1: buddies <laughs> That is the technical term for our podcast. Suicide Bodies. Bodies. <laughs> Suicide? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> you don't took your life. <laughs> Suicide don't think so. Okay. You know? <laughs> Come on. it's pretty good. <laughs> you know what, Dave? Suicide, I don't think so? It is the Honda Day. It is the Honda Day. I so you should. better be nice to me. And every other time of year, you should be mean when I say things like that.
0: <sighs> Let me ask you guys. Do you buy the things after you hear that ad that plays during the middle <laughs> The
1: Honda days? Uh,
0: no, that whatever ad we play do you you buy in the middle it? of the pod. Does it work? <laughs> <laughs> because we make... Dick money off of it. We make nothing. We
1: make something.
0: So uh, I, if you've, if you've even bought one toothbrush,
1: <laughs> tell us because tell us because pissed. the numbers
0: do not add up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. Follow Dave and I on Instagram, it yeah. Town. Yeah. Need your help. <laughs> Need your help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Please help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hampton. We're talking about
0: <laughs>
1: Michelle Van <laughs>
0: We're talking about Mary Wilmerding. Yeah. Wilmer Damn,
1: that sounds like a name you're making up at a circus.
0: <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Mary Wilmerding. I <I'm laughs> Do you wanna not look around at objects around here and answer me, ma'am? <laughs> yeah. Uh Mary mm-hmm. Elephant Trappies. This
1: is my father, Jimmy b- Bicycle Bear. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am please go <laughs> please go uh yes
0: uh an heiress to the vanderbilt fortune uh do you know anything about the Well oh, they started
1: that school yeah <laughs> <laughs> did they? i don't know i gotta know i don't know anything about vanderbilt oh fuck i'm sure they did i mean it's
0: it's like massive they're basically the first mm. Like billionaire family.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: they're right. nowhere to be found now. Basically, oh. like the the fortune has gone many different ways. Wow. One is that Anderson Cooper is technically an heir. Wow. To a fortune, but he's uh, apparently publicly said that he's not going to take any money. Oh. From it all,
1: because he doesn't. He doesn't like it. <laughs> he
0: doesn't. Li- <laughs> I don't know. I think he's like, I'm Anderson Cooper. I got a lot of money. I have enough money.
1: I wonder who's going to be an heir to my (laughs) 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 fortune. The
0: Ross Will reading.
1: Yeah. A lot of cat toys being
0: (laughs) distributed.
1: Dude, we should do that for the holidays this year. Do a live table read of my Will.
0: Okay, right away. (laughs) Vanderbilt University. You're totally right. I had no idea. Located in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh,
1: you didn't, oh, yeah. You didn't even know about the school. Didn't at all. No, not at all. That's the only association I have with the word Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's in Nashville, and I knew that because I lived there when I was a kid. And also, that's where Jake Weissman went to college, and Nate Luce and Julia Bensfield. Two very funny (laughs) comedians. Do you care to explain
0: yourself for knowing all that, Dave? Yeah. Your encyclopedic knowledge of your
1: friends. I stalk them because I want to steal their kids. That's creepy, dude. You
0: shouldn't. (laughs) I hope you don't ever know anything about me.
1: (laughs) And Nate Luce, Nate Luce and Julia Bensfield are two comedians who are so funny who have uh, stopped doing it. Well, not entirely, but like aren't in LA anymore. Uh, Went to Nashville and where else were they? Oh, D.C. for a while to. raise kids and have a more domestic life hmm. but i think about them a few times a year as two of my favorite comedians like literally nate to this day has an instagram account that's just called i forget his daughter's name it's like delia or something and it's mm-hmm. called delia's hair and it's just the the description of it is this account is just pictures of my daughter's hair oh my god <laughs>
0: That's, That's so a thousand funny. times more creepy than anything I've ever said on this podcast. I know, I know. It's my daughter's hair. You get into weird, like, semantic arguments in the comments. Well, your daughter's hair is a little bit like Hitler. <laughs> well, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. That's why this place is toxic. <laughs> why can't I just post about my daughter's luscious hair?
1: It's my <laughs> a bunch daughter. Of weirdos. <laughs> It's my daughter. It's basically my hair.
0: Wow. Okay. Agree so, with
1: me. Uh,
0: <laughs> Vanderbilt University, I guess, founded by Cornelius Vanderbilt. He's mm. one of the big players of the entire fortune. Okay. I think he left everything. He had like thirteen son, you know, like children, and he left it all to like basically one child. Oh, you know, like the f- this gigantically rich family. And he founded uh, Cornelius, I guess Vanderbilt University, huh. and this is funny. He, he, guess he provided the first one million dollars to start it all off and his hope was that his gift and the greater work of the university would heal the sectional wounds inflicted by the civil war oh well that's nice (laughs) that's nice of him that's nice he's like oh you know what i'm gonna do cure racism
1: yeah yeah how about a school where no black kids
0: will be able to go Mm -hmm. more than likely i mean maybe (laughs) maybe this will solve it Yeah, what a weird family. They're very rich and it's all like based in like railroads and shipping and then they oh, yeah. invest in money. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we bought money. Right. They just have it. And yeah. then we kept it we and it got it. bigger.
1: <laughs> God, I hate <laughs> it's money got an so much. fortune. Yeah. It's like
0: you know, like we're, you know, five generations deep, it's like, Oh, what do you do with the family? Like, well, I'm a philanthropist. Like, uh, so you just give the family money away, right? <laughs> right. Or you come up with weird scams, basically. That's all that would be. It's like right. a weird kind of like tax shelter. You know, we right. take
1: care of uh, pregnant mothers in New York City. Isn't it so funny? How it's like? Well, we should spend it anyway, so we can not pay taxes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even your fucking charity is evil. God yeah, you damn probably it. just shouldn't amass mm-hmm. that amount of wealth. <laughs> so, Mary Winterdick. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan Wilmer Vil, Vil- Lohan. Uh, Wilmer Valderrama was whose daughter was she Cornelius's daughter?
0: Uh let's see. Sister.
1: <laughs> Mom. God.
0: No, her father Muse. was Colonel Vanderbilt Allen, uh who was son of uh Daughter of Cornelius Vanderbilt. This is like how rich this family is. That's like four generations
1: deep. Just had money, so and it's much like,
0: money. yeah, like daughter of this, you
1: know, like right. It's and not his like his name was cre- Vanderbilt
0: Allen. Yeah,
1: yeah. Huh. Taking on, you know, wow. some,
0: uh, you know, because if like your daughter is named Vanderbilt and then she marries a guy with an ass name Allen, there you yeah. go. So it's just so funny that it's like this fortune gets so deep that like someone who's like such a spinoff. Of
1: almost the family Is still like
0: What happened with this Vanderbilt girl
1: Right You know Right Yeah like a fourth cousin Three times removed Is still just an accidental billionaire Just from being alive
0: Yeah And her life is like Not I mean Early on there's wealth But then like Towards the end That's not what's
1: going on at all You know what I mean Like Well you know what she did She spent it all in one place (laughs) (laughs) God damn it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> At the news <noose> store <laughs> Hi, I'd like your largest
1: noose, please No reason <laughs> No reason Wait, I have a question Why do you have this store?
0: <laughs> the guy's already hung
1: himself by the time you
0: ask This great. store
1: seems bad Great oh, Now when no one will ring me up Now no one will know
0: Brooks was here <laughs> uh, That's great <laughs> You have to write that, even if your name isn't Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it'd be really funny if when I kill myself, I write Brooks Whelan was here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Mutual friend. it's <laughs> a good one.
1: Just make the police suspect Brooks for a good week. <laughs> a good week of Brooks's life is ruined. <laughs> you just pick a person to torment in death? Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh lord. Yeah. Oh, I love f- uh, rich families and all their money and how it they're it's all like incestuous and they hate each other right. and, like it's so funny how it's like her relationship with her family was extremely toxic. Yeah. Uh, they basically her father, this uh Colonel Vanderbilt Allen guy. Uh-huh. was just a huge dickhole to her and on his third marriage He's got a new wife, and she's like, I hate her. You know, like the stepmom just doesn't like her. You're not my
1: stepmom or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of the... (laughs) Yeah, you got it. I'm not your mom. (laughs) Yeah, you get it. But they like you know try to put her at boarding school, and then like the the stepmom just like worked to get her married off. Oh, and she hated the guy, didn't want to get married. Damn, and was like, yeah, sorry, this is your husband. His name's Jack. Man, and uh, that was the, his name, w- Wilmer Ding-A-Rama. Oh,
1: Wilmer Ding. Wilmer Dinga Dinga Ding. <laughs> Wilmer Ding. Oh,
0: ding 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 Ding. It
1: sounds yeah, the word just keeps going. It sounds like. <laughs> When they picked the name, someone was just looking at them kind of funny, and so they kept talking. Should I keep writing? What's your name? Will. <laughs> Merding? Ding? Will Merding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I got a none fun one here
1: on Ellis Island. Yeah, I got none of that. I just stare at you until your entire lineage is fucked. <laughs>
0: So surprise, surprise! This guy that she's married off to is a complete piece of shit. Also, damn. And it starts abuse and like, yeah, you fuck. know, a lot of. Um, yeah. it's funny because a lot of these papers of the time are pretty hard to read, in a sense of like how they contextualize women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, she had hysteria, so the doctors treated her for ghosts and stuff. Like, <laughs> dude, this fuck. is this part of the story is all around like 1907. And she died in 1922. Wow. So it was all like turn of the century. Yeah, uh, And like, yeah, exactly. Like the way that they treat her is so much like a child who has no possibility of a will of her own. So there's a lot of that layer to the story. But basically, she might have been a little off also. Like there, there might have been some you know, bipolar behavior that's acting out that no one just even knew what
1: to, right. There wasn't the language for it or even like they weren't looking at all.
0: Yeah. It's like, like, she's too independent. Like they don't even have a way to like frame mental health.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, ah, yeah, she's sometimes sad and sometimes happy. Put her away. Like, yeah. You know,
1: (laughs) right. I know it's weird. Like you look, it's funny to read, There's, like, weird language in history books. Like, a lot of the times when someone is referred to as silly or kooky, they were gay. (laughs) Just, like, a gay guy. And everyone was like, we don't understand him. And uh, and then, yeah, hysterical woman really just means abused person. (laughs) Or just, like, the amount
0: of, like... Trust in the men's voices of her case over her saying anything. Because a large part of her story, why I guess it has some sort of uh, interest now, these years later, is like she was eventually put on the stand for her, like, you know, to test her mental. Uh, ability, you know, like, how competent
1: she was. Like, are you smarter than a fifth grader?
0: Yeah, a little bit. They were really (laughs) trying to be like, you're too dumb. (laughs) You're too dumb to own your fortune.
1: Whoa. So it's
0: like, yeah, like, what happened was uh, her dad starts getting ill Mm -hmm. uh, back when, you know, she's married off to this guy and the marriage has dissolved at that point. It's kind of fresh. And she's, of course, very upset about this, you know, like, She was forced into it by a lot of weird ways. Like, Jack would also be like, if you don't marry me, your reputation will be ruined. And, like, you know, he's like, I'm going to do everything in my power to, like, ruin your life.
1: It's just, like, so
0: insane. Like, her family trying to be, like, get rid of Mary. And so her dad gets ill. And she wants to go spend time with him. He's in a place called Capri. I'm not really in Italy? sure where that yeah it probably is yeah because yeah. it's definitely like overseas okay she has to go and um she's drinking a ton of whiskey she's kind of it's not just off the trip but like she's kind of been in the throes of this and yeah where she's drinking a ton of whiskey she's drinking a ton of absinthe and yeah. she's smoking and kind of hanging out with whoever but like the absinthe and the whiskey are the big things where like her behavior is getting It's just like, you know, they know that she's probably drinking whiskey and absinthe. It's funny that, like, addiction really wasn't, like, something you'd even be shameful about. You're like, well, I'm drinking a ton of whiskey. It's not helping, but maybe I should drink more.
1: Right. Well, everyone was always drunk. It's a health elixir, (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, that's maybe an extreme, but basically, like, she's acting erratic on this, uh, on this trip basically. And she's like partying a ton, which is so funny. Cause like her dad is basically
1: dying of like psoriasis of the liver. And this is a trip from America to Italy. Yeah. Oh wow. To just
0: go party with like, you know, her dad's
1: dying. You're sp-
0: probably supposed to go say your last goodbyes. And then and they then like just, get fucked up in Italy. And just at the same time, she's getting a ton fucked up. Yeah. And like, it's kind of funny because it's like a bunch of these Vanderbilts have like psoriasis of the liver, which is basically like, you're all drinking yourself. To yeah, death. yeah, right. <laughs> They're all wow. alcoholics and, you know, Jesus. killing themselves. <laughs> um, And, you know, so like her friends are like, you're becoming, you know, an impolite woman and, you know, stuff like that. Like you're 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 off the rails and
1: yeah she would write
0: back like i do as I please oh. so she was the funny thing is is like a lot of this is just independent behavior you know like yeah. oh she's like hey fuck off you're all drinking or like yeah you know i'm fine right. <laughs> like people were like what a bold woman to say this to other people, like yeah. she might be crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think the p- problem is this family is like, you know, so moneyed up that they're like any chance to cut someone out, which was probably what her stepmom was doing from like day one. It's like, I don't want, like, I want, you know, I want Colonel, more money. <laughs> Colonel Vander, Vanderbilt Allen to die. And then I'll get money or like, or I'll just be kept taking right. care of this whole time. I don't want to deal with your fucking, you know, gigantic amount of family. Right. So they're trying to like sue her out of her own money and claim that she's mentally unstable. So this starts happening to Mary after she was basically put inside of an insane asylum, uh, after that trip, you know, like she's acting erratic, let's have her committed. And then they have like kind of grounds to be like, she's committed. She, you know, like she's crazy. Uh, She can't possibly be in control of her estate. But throughout the whole process of this little trial about her mental well-being, she's, like, super eloquent. Uh, She's kind of a little weird, you know? But, like, you know, not that weird. She's, like, she's quiet. And she, like, doesn't have any friends with her. So everyone's... This is, again, what I'm saying. Like, they just kind of seem to be qualifying her. Right. It through these historical texts. (laughs) How did this like, trial
1: come about? This is all
0: due, w- would be with like the psychiatric board of whatever that oh. like insane asylum. And, and like, probably
1: her stepmom sent her to Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, and she's like kind of on the ball. She's like, it's crazy that, I want to get this right, but I'll probably get it wrong. She goes like, it's crazy that the people who are like trying to, you know, put me, you know, qualify me as crazy are also the same people who sold my mother's tomb. You know, her original Whoa. mom, her original mom, her OG mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just like, this family is trying to fuck with me being a person. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to cut me out. So right. She's very like aware of it. And uh, the whole thing is like... Traumatizing doesn't go well for her. Whoa, and she starts getting uh, I guess she's like put in the insane asylum for a while. She loses basically like part of her fortune or being tied to it. About a part of it was that to go, here's what's kind of funny. I mean, again, like she was pretty wild for maybe the time, right? She to go take that trip for absinthe and whiskey you know, fueled
1: is not like the normal path for a woman at the time. Well, is that, that
0: But she sold a bunch of stocks in this very, Oh, to pay for, com- it. you know, big company to go pay for this yeah. vacation. So people were like, why would she sell like stocks in this company that oh she's supposed God. to be a part of? And like, but it's kind of a fair point in the sense of like, she was like, I I hate this it's irresponsible. You know, like right. yeah, it is kind of like an uh, an odd thing to do. Maybe oh, interesting, but that's me. That's me putting that on. I mean, I just right.
1: I yeah, mean, no, it's interesting to think about. It sounds
0: like her dad gave her a ton of shit. You know, by you know totally siding with the stepmom and basically excluding her from her life. That I'm like, it's weird
1: that you. You know, I think she just wanted to have this really awesome party weekend. <laughs> Right, yeah, really it doesn't sound that, it. I'll be honest with you, it doesn't sound that weird to me that she sold some stocks to have money to buy a bunch of shit. I mean, that it, dude, if I were 19 and realized I had something that... Exactly. I would totally have done That's that. the thing, is like, it's erratic. Oh, no way, she
0: was like 20, 19, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, totally like, oh, my dad's like dying. All right, let's Fuck get yeah. a bunch of absinthe and let's go party in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact is that she like sold stock that probably, you know, like... Like, oh, she doesn't know what she's going to do. Like, if she gets all the stocks, or you know, oh, she's right. going to, like, ruin the company. And then she
1: ended up in, in Insane Asylum for a bit? Yeah, she kind of has... So got- she's...
0: That's the first time, I think. And then she goes back again later.
1: Oh, so she's definitely insane in the membrane. Now, at this point, she's insane in the membrane. The like, if you go twice. Confirmed. Cypress Hill doctors have confirmed she's insane in the membrane. Yeah, Dr. Green Thumb. Absolutely. She went to Dr. Green Thumb and found out she's insane in the membrane. <laughs> she After,
0: like, she kind of, like, was losing her fortunes she took some of the money and like was trying to become like a vaudeville sketch and like actress you know like wow during this still vaudeville time so like not she couldn't even get into like you know talky you know or sorry yeah silent f- films but i mean so it's a weird it's a weird decision <laughs> Again, because vaudeville was really looked down on at the time. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you might as well be like destitute.
1: Yeah, like, dude. You're basically a fucking stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, exactly. Imagine stand up, but slightly worse. <laughs> yeah, totally. you know, it's like, oh, damn, this con- comedy condo doesn't have a microwave. <laughs> I'm done being in Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> No, we've come a long way, baby. We've got, but I mean, it's so funny when you hear about old stories of like, even like famous people, they're just treated like shit constantly. Totally. No one believed in.
1: The comedian, the actor in every period piece is like getting dirt kicked on them and shit. And it's just like, even a play is just like a play, like in Deadwood (laughs) and in. You know, Tombstone, (laughs) and in what else? Oh, uh, yeah, the fucking Gangs of New York. Every play scene is just a room filled with people, just like tossing shoes at the stage. Yeah, exactly. It's like who's (laughs) to say
0: what her vaudeville sketch at the time would have been? Like it probably, like comedy was so bad at the time. It probably was like her coming on stage and being like, "I used to be a Vanderbilt." Like you just say exactly who you are, and then like here's a bad story, or, like, I'll take a question. (laughs) Well, Mary, the show was excellent. (laughs) You definitely got up there for the amount of time we
1: needed you there. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. So, and this is after, like, she was in and out of uh, an asylum. Yeah, Uh, she'd
0: been in one asylum, and then this is kind of, like, The drinking would kind of come back. Her life would just keep being shitty after this huge trial that was basically trying to, like, take away everything her family had ever...
1: I wish I had more... Do you have more, and it's okay if not, obviously, but do you have more detail on how that happened? Because it's interesting. It's just like, it seems like this is a person who was a teenager, Mm -hmm. married a psychopath, and then... That dude and her stepmom just started trying to take the money from her. Is that like basically what it is? Yeah. Or is it just more like she's living her life as a rich person? Hmm.
0: No, Uh, it's like they're trying, it's like rich people politics. Like they're trying to fuck over this one member of the family that is like a, you know, a daughter, not even like high up in the (laughs) probably children that she was born into. And then like, Trying to marry her off, and then you have the stepmom. So it it all kind of smacks of like, yeah, like almost like Cinderella type of shit. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: They don't like her, they don't want her. They
1: just don't like her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I imagine this is hugely draining on her mental health because, like, you know, that husband was abusive. Then she, like, is in vaudeville, which I'm sure isn't that glamorous. And wow. then um sure. Let's see. Here uh I'm reading from this uh Slate article written by uh Matthew Desim, by the way, if you want to check out this thing. It goes a little bit more further in depth. But uh let's see. This is how she gets into the next uh insane asylum. Uh she, you know, she was cast as an extra on Broadway in Charlotte Blair's Charlotte Blair Parker's Under Southern Skies. I guess that was some Broadway production. But was fired, reportedly, after falling off the wagon. So she was... Uh,
1: Well, because she's insane, got no brain. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) Van de (laughs) Peel! Van (laughs) de (laughs) Peel! Honestly, wait, you're telling me she's the heiress to the Van Wilder fortune? (laughs) She's going to inherit all that pussy?
1: (laughs) um so she uh, fell yeah, off she the sho- wagon like
0: yeah like whatever successes she was getting she was then showing up drunk oh, for sure so uh in 1902 she washed up in san francisco which is a funny way to phrase that here in the article
1: totally where was she
0: before that <laughs> she washed up where it was reported that she was a ten- this is funny to me this is real of like 1902 women don't have rights <laughs> he goes In 1902, she washed up in San Francisco where it was reported that she was attending downscale parties, unescorted, and writing, I shall do as I please,
1: again, to her horrified friends. Wow. Yeah, that really just sounds like a 22-year-old girl having a life. Just Can you, like I know so many people that uh, went to parties and told people they do what they want. Downscale parties. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I mean it really is like, like in a dorm? Like <laughs> that's classism, right? Like, Absolutely where it's still rigidly defined. It's like she's rich. Why would she be at a poor right. person's place? Totally. That's, just kill yourself. <laughs> you know,
1: like, there isn't a single God, person yeah. here wearing a crown.
0: <laughs> 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 Guys, it's a helpful hints. If you look at a party and you realize that not everyone else is wearing a crown, maybe it's time to upgrade your party.
1: Totally. <laughs> well, well, either that or you're insane, got no brain. <laughs> this
0: is <laughs> so. Uh, she was on um, both times involuntarily confined. Uh, so basically, man, which seems crazy, again, that you can be, be voluntarily sold. <laughs> <laughs> well, voluntarily. I sometimes check fantasize about that. I'm like, oh, man, it'd be so great to just take a vacation. Man. Be like, I can't handle it. Please take me away. I
1: wish you could voluntarily check yourself in anywhere. You know what I mean? Just walk into a Holiday Inn and be like, I'm I'm having really bad depression, so <laughs> I'm just really going to need a room. <laughs> Don't let me out. <laughs> God damn. Do you guys have a tarp? <laughs> Tear tarp. Do you guys have like a hotel tarp? tarp? <laughs> I think this is
0: pretty great. Um she was uh put in another insane asylum and she insane on a brain. escaped. Uh, Whoa. Literally using the pillows under the tr- blanket trick.
1: <laughs> no way to like make her bed look like there was a body in it. Yeah. Crazy. She escaped with the pillows. Under Whoa! The, the old Zach Morris, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Damn, dude, I've done that trick so many times and it hasn't worked once.
0: <laughs> Mary Wilmerding's day out. <laughs>
1: and she gets so fucked Ferris up. Bueller. Yeah, she does so much absinthe. It seems like, Ow! yeah, the Wilmer Wilmerding's day off would be Ferris pretty crazy. Ferris Bueller does absinthe. <laughs> um he realizes that his life is actually pretty
0: nice and that he probably shouldn't rebel so hard right i felt that way
1: ferris bueller loves his dad (laughs) this time
0: it is pretty funny like all those uh i forget who makes all those like ferris bueller and like you know pretty in pink and breakfast club oh yeah john John Hughes. hughes that's it yeah like everyone is like an affluent millionaire person in chicago yeah every movie it's like steve martin's in all of planes trains and automobiles he's like how am i gonna get back to my mansion <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> home
0: alone it's like <laughs> Colin macaulay culkin alone in a mansion
1: <laughs> i know
0: <laughs> home alone First is Bueller's house is fucking nice as shit he's got like all the latest computer equipment <laughs> totally this <laughs> is like Man, what is the what is the message here?
1: That's so true. They are all rich kids. Home Alone so crazy because the family's so rich and so inept, just like a completely incapable group of people. Yeah, who like keep losing their child and they have so much money. I uh,
0: I know it's like I
1: know like part of the
0: problem there is like they're like, oh no, the plane tickets we just bought right away to go back to america don't leave for like 24 hours i'm like oh so you just bought tickets in 24 hours from europe to america like and that didn't fucking drain your goddamn bank account yeah (laughs) what an insane (laughs) and also home alone i think we've talked about this on uh maybe a patreon episode but man it is fucking insane that she does get it the mom and home alone gets in touch with the police yeah. And literally is like, my child's at home. He's home alone. Oh, yeah. They do a check by. And the cop is just like, I rang the doorbell. And like, no one came buy. Are you sure your kids are home? And yeah. Like,
1: yeah, literally. <laughs> I remember the in insane. the movie, the cop says into the radio, he's like, I checked all the doors. No one's home. And he goes, tell her to count her kids again.
0: <laughs> hey, work. Like, hey, hey, why don't work. you take a math class in <laughs> <and> your children? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, your kids are all there, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you don't know how many times you've given birth.
0: Ugh, this is the op- exact opposite of the family life. Ooh, I In love opposite. All of John Hughes' families, <laughs> <laughs> they just care too much. Yeah, and these they motherfuckers maybe, don't care at all. They've just got too much money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, so things weren't getting too good. Oh
0: um for old mary uh she claimed at that point after the escaping the insane asylum to have only 20 cents to her name Whoa. which last time i checked less than a million
1: <laughs> well not by their standards <laughs>
0: she basically cut off all ties with her family and disappeared wow for a while this is where i'm like if she had something that was undiagnosed, right. this is where, like, man, yeah, if someone was undiagnosed, that would maybe explain why they're just like, I'm gone from everyone. No one knows where I am, you know? Right. <laughs> and she resurfaces in 1907, uh, and she had a second husband, an English Maine. Uh, an English Maine named... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an English man. Mm-hmm. His name's Jimmy Coates, which is a pretty fucking cool... Jimmy Coates. <laughs> yeah. I'm he always warm. <laughs> he was a piece of shit. Uh, she'd never actually <laughs> uh divorced her first husband. It's weird how their name is never Jimmy piece of shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jimmy Coates is pretty good. Jimmy <laughs> Coates. Jimmy Coat Room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, she hadn't divorced her first husband, and apparently he, like, in the press... Like, was bad-mouthing Jimmy Coates and was just like, yeah, he's like, you know, a valet that she married, you know, like some wow, some waiter or some oh, shit, sure. you
1: know? Wow. In the press? Jeez. Yeah. That's right. It's I, pretty weird, the was press Back with when, her. like, being rich made you famous always. I guess that sort of does now. No,
0: but. it totally is. It's <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, like, with the Vanderbilt thing, is like, she's so associated with this yeah. that every time she's institutionalized... Every time she has a divorce, anytime she has, like, a public incident with her husband, it's in the papers. Yeah, yeah. She's continually put on, uh, in the media. And uh, there's kind of an open interpretation of this, but it is kind of funny that after she uh, killed herself, uh, basically, that marriage wasn't going very well. And then in 1922, she shot herself oh, in wow. Philadelphia in, like, a hotel room. Whoa. Uh because her second husband had died. <laughs> and it wasn't even a great marriage. But
1: but he was the one supporting her or something? Well, I
0: don't know. Yeah, I, I assume so. Probably I mean, also, for that's the time. hard to deal with. But it's just like, yeah, it's like just everything, you know, one thing right. after another. You know, it's right. like she doesn't even like the guy and now he's dead. Right. You know, it's like now I've got to worry about feeding myself and wow, yeah. extra problems. So, yeah, she does take her life. And the crazy thing is, the paper that kept reporting on her all the time, The Inquirer,
1: uh-huh.
0: like, would constantly be like, Vanderbilt heiress in trouble again. Right. After she died, they were like, this is the headline. They go, woman, su- woman suicide in note asserts relationship to Vanderbilt
1: family. Whoa. <laughs> like, like,
0: They're just like, crazy woman thinks she's a Vanderbilt.
1: <laughs> and it's like, you've been saying she <laughs> you is. You've
0: <have> been <laughs> traumatizing her her whole life. You know, I don't know how much she read the papers, but like every time something Dude. would happen, they'd be like, crazy woman, crazy.
1: Yeah. And right. then they're
0: like, where's this woman Ethan of Vanderbilt?
1: Wow. <laughs> God like, damn, You man. guys
0: are just such
1: pieces of shit. The world is so brutal.
0: Well, especially, yeah, to women. I mean. Yeah. Throughout time.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You know what? This one's for the ladies. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know what? I just realized. History. Hasn't really been her story. I'm sorry. This is swear to God. But you're right. You're right. It's absolutely fucking awful. Yeah. And that's the thing I keep trying to be like. Some of the reporting, I'm like, well, clearly the man should make the decision of how best to spend her money or how healthy she is mentally. And like, (laughs)
1: there's so many things like that. Like if you read old news stories about crimes and shit, it's like, uh, we got a report from a woman that her husband was hitting her. So we asked the husband, and he said he wasn't. And that's that. (laughs) And that man (laughs) became Chester A.
0: Arthur, (laughs) our greatest president ever. (laughs) Yeah, he was good. I remember the good, the great ones. Only the good ones. Chester A.
1: Arthur, Gerald Ford. That's my Mount Rushmore.
0: There's a lot of interesting stuff in this Slate article. I really do recommend people check it out um, because they kind of add a little bit more uh, on the drama of, say, like, how she kind of appeared at the trial and also like just how her family was repeatedly treating her. Like, I feel like she also has a lot of insight. Like she would bring up all the time. She's like, okay, so this is my stepmother is trying to cut me out of the will. Like she would tell people during the trial, like this is what's happening. Whoa. And they still are like, (laughs) She is, you know, crazy. <laughs> she's building a conspiracy in her head, man. But she's being very adamant. She's like, my stepmother hates me. Yeah, she's tr- she married me to, to a brute. Right, like she said, she just would. Re- she recounted her whole life story. So this is what's kind of interesting too. To that story is like, you know, the whole thing's getting sensationalized as like, woman is crazy. Uh huh. But. One of the things that kind of refuted that sort of thing at the time is like she had just perfect recollection of everything and could speak completely eloquently. Right. And maybe she'd be sad or like a little nervous, but like she's like, no, I went went there. My mother was very mean to me. Like, yeah. And like a lot of that is flies kind of in the face of mental illness. Not so much now, because now we know how crazy people can be. You know, I mean, yeah, you can can be like completely psychotic, but I don't think that was what was happening. I think she was just
1: right. You can be dealing with a very serious mental illness problem and and uh, and also completely have your mental faculties at the same time oh yeah Yeah, i'm not saying
0: about people that i'm like yeah sympathetic to who are dealing with things i just mean like you know in the same way like we really didn't know what serial killers were until the last hundred years right like so we have and then even then like the definitions of what that is it's so weird right like for the longest time like say we would just anybody who was like yeah i did it we'd be like Cool. You got him.
1: <laughs> you know? Like, right.
0: You admitted totally. it. What more could you possibly want? Right. So it's like we just didn't know how to address people maybe having a complete psychotic break. But what I'm trying to say really is with this story is that she's clear. She's focused. And that's why right. in so much of the reporting, they're like, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, she's crazy, but she talks normal. <laughs> anyway, throw her away. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like,
1: hmm, oh, here's man. an oddity to the story. It, they're like... Uh, It's the the saddest type of story Someone who just gets like chewed up and spit out by life I mean it just does happen to some people
0: I have an odd attraction to those types of stories Yeah right I mean life is hard uh, I think it's true It's like It's sad to me And it's also sad to me When people really just didn't have any infrastructure for mental health I mean Yeah She's like getting sent to like sanitariums At a time when it's like Right. anybody with any sort of mental disorder is just thrown in. Thrown in in this room. Yeah, Yeah, the world just doesn't want to deal with them. Yeah, there's no, like, group therapy (laughs) going on. It's honestly
1: amazing that they're not just put in jail. Yeah, Uh, it's
0: it's a type of jail. Right. And I think that a lot. Like, I think there's a ton of times where it's like, oh, this is like the family didn't want to deal with this person for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, sometimes it is like the family's just incapable of dealing with that person. But, like it is a clear message of like a lot of times people getting sent in who are just like disagreed too much with their powerful family. Yeah. It's like, yeah, too much independent spirit. (laughs) Right. She's got hysteria, Jack her off and throw her in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's all we know, man. We tried throwing her in prison and then we tried jacking her off. (laughs) (laughs) didn't work,
1: man. Fuck. That's so fucking dark.
0: Come win it now. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: great story, man. Thanks for bringing it in.
0: Oh, thanks, guys. That was uh, an, a suggestion from somebody who loves the pod. And thanks, guys, for any suggestions at buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail. Um, this was just one of those crazy stories. And I really recommend people check out this Slate article uh, written by Matthew Desim. Um, yeah. It's really fun. You know what's kind of story. interesting is like uh, this this is one of those ones where it's like not a ton of information you can find about sure. this person other than going through this story and other, sh- you know, shared versions of the story. Right. It's like, I don't know if she, Some I wouldn't say she she's like erased by time. society. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I guess there's no, no record of her in a lot of ways, you know?
1: Because the internet's so vast, it feels like there should be an, Detailed record of Mm -hmm. every fucking person ever. Yeah, and it just is. I mean, there. You know, what's funny is, like, I every now and then I'll like I'll be like, I wonder what that local band I was into in high school is doing now. (laughs) And every time I do that, there's less and less of a record of them online. And there are bands that I loved in high school that literally there's none of their music is fucking anywhere. There's no record of them existing, (laughs) and it was really important to me. And yeah. the people in the band, it was important to them, yeah. I would imagine. Okay, guys, yeah.
0: this is hitting a very ner- big nerve for me. I've often tried to shout this out on social mm-hmm. media. I am constantly trying to track down this these f- music files. This mm-hmm. was like 20 years ago. The artist was called Bristopher Crowder. Mm-hmm. He did like six covers. If anybody has copies of these MP3s, get in touch with me. Damn. I have screwed goward the internet like <laughs> yeah. i am good at finding <laughs> yeah. obscure shit it's plagued me for like 10 years you get there's just no ma- mention What? Wow. he went on to form the band mansions which is really good oh yeah yeah a band before that called good driver and it's you just can't find the shit he made when he was in college under the name Christopher like, crowder guys do you have
1: it have <laughs> you emailed the band's yes. contact yeah oh, damn. they will not talk they don't to write me <laughs>
0: I 100% literally I, I wrote him I was like hey I will give you a hundred dollars uh to for this uh, this thing it meant the world to me like I just kind of was like what would make me as an artist like
1: yeah actually
0: send someone a file right I'll pay you yeah because like I could understand him being like oh these are covers maybe there's some sort of clearance issue so I was like what would this be worth for the rest of my life to get yeah. these songs back right and I was like a hundred dollars for the album. Can wow. I get it? No response. Send it to the other account. No
1: response. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, I
0: get I get it. <laughs> Damn. So somebody's got it.
1: Well, yeah. So this woman was like almost lost to time, it seems like, except for this artist. It was a great well, story, man. No,
0: like she's gone like for after she escapes that insane asylum. Right. She cuts off all contact with her family, and the
1: people was like, Good, she's probably dead. Thank God. Like, good. We don't have to deal with her. Uh And you're not wrong, man. I'm really so glad that we are at least trying to give a fuck about our mental health
0: right Oh, now. I'm so glad we live in present day. <laughs> <I know>. Totally. <laughs> you know what her problem was? She didn't get on the Facebook group. <laughs> That's her problem. <laughs> you're damn right. <laughs> she didn't do
1: Morse code to get on the Facebook group. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, thank well, you guys so much for man. listening. Yeah. yeah, we have a uh, Patreon bonus episode up this week. and other bonus content we put up this month. That's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Um, I have some tour dates coming up in January in Northern California, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, and Toronto. And tickets to that at davedtheross.com.
0: Guys, you can check us out, uh, just to help us. Honestly, like you guys help make us in this podcast be any sort of success. You make us. And if you want us to perform, you know, or to see us ever perform, follow us on Bands in Town, honestly. And this is dumb, but follow us on YouTube. Follow if you have a YouTube like channel or subscription, like just follow us because I have big plans and like I got big boobs. You got- <laughs> You gotta, dude, that would probably get the fan. All right, so guys, I will have big boobs if you check out our YouTube channel. Uh... <laughs> But that could be fun. Like I really want to see that expand and everything. So no, please, I agree, man. Uh, and check I, us out. You know, help us uh, this, these holidays <laughs> in uh, the easy ways.
1: I like. I totally back up what Hampton's saying. Follow us and all this stuff. I I like. Uh, I fuck with my Spotify page a lot. Follow me on Spotify. Yeah, you should claim your I Spotify. Did. shit. You did nice, did. dude. Hell yeah, man. I'm
0: formulating a playlist. I'm kind of Ooh, waiting. All right. Okay. I'm trying to make some other moves right okay. now. Okay. All right.
1: All right. We'll all right. see. Trying to get this fucking okay.
0: YouTube channel. You know,
1: after- well, shit. Hey, y'all, listen. Um, So we are for the holidays um, because Christmas is next week, and we love Christmas. We're on that side of the war. <laughs> I'm crazy <laughs> on- for Quand- <laughs> 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 Um, We are taking the week off of regular episodes. Our bonus episodes will still be going up on the Patreon. Um, we want to make sure uh, we get you all of the bonus episodes uh, you deserve (laughs) for the month of (laughs) December uh, on Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. But, yeah, so we're taking the week off for Christmas. The week after that, we're back the week of New Year's, and that is going to be our 9-11 Christmas 420 episode. So get ready to talk about hijackers. (laughs) And uh, low Smoke weed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you guys are the best. Glad you're alive. Glad you're alive thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies you are the absolute best we love you we're glad you're alive and remember we joke around about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show not because we take suicide lightly because that's how we deal with it so if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 they will hear you they know what you're going through there is help out there please stay here with us and have a great night
0: i wish there was a sign i could wear all the time stand and a podcast a podcast network